Hello and welcome to the Nicole Murphy podcast. Today on this Instagram live, I'm going to be chatting with Dr. Seth Gerlach. He has been a loud voice during this entire time. He's a certified chiropractor. Oh, here he is. Let's see. He's a board certified chiropractor and he has been courageously saying what we're thinking in a compassionate way. Hello. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up, Nicole? Not much. How are you? I'm doing great. Excellent. Thank, doing great. thank you. Thank you for joining me. This is so, I think it's so important to have these conversations and I know you have a full life, so I really appreciate that. No, it's great to be here. It's great to um, share our, our point of view, our stories, and I think it helps everyone because we're all in this together. It's true. And, and we're actually on this together. I did a post that was saying, if we're only in this together, if we think the same, do the same, make the same choices, that's not actually healthy relationship. That's, that's right. something. Um, okay, let's start. Do you want to share a little bit about your backstory? How did you come to even be a chiropractor? Yeah, so when I was uh, a kid and then into my teenage years, I started getting really sick. And it started with like searing back pain when I was like 12 or 13. Like to the point, it's like, like this isn't normal type stuff, you know? I mean, there's some aches and pains. I played sports, but this was like next level. I can't get out of bed. Uh, neurological, what's going on? So, you know, uh, my parents only knew conventional medicine. Like that's the only option. That's what we're going to do. Call the family doc in, see what's up. They're like, yeah, we'll just give you some muscle relaxers. Um, X-rays negative. So that's nothing. Like, you know, walk it off, do some PT. So years go by, like, back's not getting much better and I started getting headaches which progressed into migraines and at this point we're like I don't know what's going on back to the doctor we don't know what's wrong with you here take some you know migraine preventative and a migraine abortive medicine so uh of course that progressed because we never fixed the issue and I started getting vertigo like which is just severe spinning you know vomiting the whole thing at this point we're like holy crap like you have a brain tumor uh like still like cancer what's going off here so, you know, now we're getting more doctors involved, more tests, more scans. No one knows what's going on. You know, I've seen six, seven, eight doctors at this point. Uh, here's another medication and be on your way. Good luck. And then the next year I get hit with a just terrible wave of depression, anxiety, not knowing what's going on. Don't feel like myself. Terrible GI issues. I'm in and out of the ER. And at this point, I'm, I'm pretty hopeless and helpless because of like, hey, the, the medical field has no answers for me. I'm a medical anomaly. That's what they tell me. It's all in my head. Good luck. Go home. Take medications for the rest of your life. And you may survive. We don't know. Type thing. So I, I'm at rock bottom. I'm like, you know, God, take me. I do not want to be here. I cannot do the pain, the ups and downs, the anxiety. All this is so crippling that I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be here. Luckily, I came across um, through a friend of a friend these really smart docs in my ear that were like, hey, you know what, <clears throat> these issues like don't sound normal. Something's up, something's not right. You know, your body's meant to be healthy, vibrant, living, and you're, you're young, by the way. So there's something that's been missed. And when they started talking about that, asking questions, and we had come to figure out, we worked backwards and found out I had mold exposure. Wow, that tanked my immune system, inflamed my liver. My, uh, I had all these infections and my brain was on fire. And then you know, we ended up working through uh, viruses, parasites, candida, diet, mindset, all these different things. 
and I started getting better and better and better. I'm like, oh, I don't need my medications. Um, and at this point, I'm like, wow, I, I finally have some hope that this can be turned around. This is amazing. So long story short, since then, I was like, I want to do what these guys did. I want to help other people because people are lost. People don't know what's going on. So I went to chiropractic school. Um, and then during that time, I started studying functional medicine and actually got a diplomate in uh, chiropractic internist. So pretty much all I do is I do all internal work, functional medicine for people. We call it root cause medicine, which is addressing those big things that um, lead people to have a sick, unhealthy body. And that's the short of it. Every single year I'm doing more work on myself and I'm actually getting better. Um, there's flare ups here and there along with anything, but um, you know, I'm 35 and this is you know, probably some of the healthiest I've ever been, which is pretty wild. So I'm like reverse aging, like a Benjamin Button type thing. Uh, so that's what I'm working on here. But it just goes to show you how resilient the body is. Um, but it was out of that pain that, you know, sparked this, you know, comeback story. And then I can hopefully bring this to the world, help light some other candles, and then we can keep that um, spreading. So one of my big missions is here is getting people um, options. Like I, I didn't know there were other options when I was that age. And I think uh, it's more available today. Internet, hey, thank you, internet. But, um, you know, letting things like, letting people know about functional medicine, about, you know, rapid transformational therapy, about lymphatic therapy, about all these d different therapies that the convention, um, the conventional medical side would be like, there's nothing else you can do. Go home and die, pretty much. Where we're like, hey, we want to give people options. We want to give people hope. We want to give people the power because then they can take that. And then if we're more empowered as a people, as a society, uh, we're more free. And that essentially what's it, what it boils down to. That's, that's so amazing. So I, I was thinking of this question for you. When this started happening the last couple of years with the pandemic, did you already know something was off or what, what, why did you decide to start speaking out? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think through my experience, uh, getting failed, spit out, and totally rejected by the conventional medical system, I already had this viewpoint of, hey, you know what, They're, the, the system is not set up to help people get better and get rid of their issues. It's set up to create lifelong customers and make trillions of dollars each year. And that's about it. We have a sick care system, bottom line. So I was very, very skeptical of the, the medical system. On the other hand, I was very skeptical of the US government and I was already awake to all the stuff they had done previous to that. Uh, it was just then though, the, the pandemic was the spark to see the connection between them, the government, and then the, the pharmaceutical and conventional medicine industry. And then you had later big tech in the middle and mainstream media pushing all these things that connected all the webs together. So, because uh, you could see like propaganda and then that would spread, 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 spread. And then I would say like, that doesn't make sense. And then I would be silenced, censored, shadow banned, deleted. And I'm like, okay, why would they do that? And so you always have to ask like, how do you know who's in charge? Ask who you cannot ridicule. You'll find out pretty damn quick. So that's, that was just like the breadcrumbs I was uh, following. Because all these numbers, all the inflated, all the fear porn, because we know how um, conventional medicine and the government, they control us through fear. I guess, you know, every person that comes to me with health issues, like my doctor said I had to do this or um, I'm, I'm going to die. 
or I have to do this or there's no other way. And I'm like, you should never make a decision based out of fear. When you're fearful, your rational brain cannot make a rational thought, i.e. you're not going to have the best outcome for you, right? Um, and we know through, you know, Operation Mockingbird and all these things, how the government uses the media to instill fear, division, hate, to then we're at a weaker vibration, a weaker state, then they can do whatever they want to us. Problem, reaction, solution, every damn time. They've been doing this for thousands of years. When you see the pattern, you're awake to know it. And so uh, I started speaking up about, hey, you know, the numbers, the death numbers, all this stuff is inflated. It doesn't sound right. You know, uh, children still have a higher chance of choking on their food and dying at school. This something is completely bogus and wrong here. And uh, yeah, this was like April, early April in 2020. I was speaking out about this stuff saying that this something doesn't add up. Something's very fishy. And then you see Fauci start flip-flopping on masks and all this stuff. And then becomes extremely politicized. And you have this huge separation of people. Um, but like I said, it's all patterns. This is the same stuff they've done forever. And then you see later with the, the V rollout, that's the solution. Problem is the, is the, uh, the C word. Reaction, people are in extreme fear, scared of their neighbor, don't want to get on a bus, an airplane. They can't go to work. What can save us? Oh my gosh, we have the solution. Wait, we have a solution waiting for you. Just come right up, roll up your sleeve. It's never been tested on humans, but it's going to save us. So do it. And by the way, if you don't do it, we're going to take away your ability to make a livelihood to feed your family. So you better do it and you better get in line or else you're going to miss out. And the rest is history. Yeah. And, and also you need a little scarcity at first. Oh, Who's yeah. going to get the V, right? Throw in that yeah. little scarcity so people are rushing for it as well. Marketing. So it started as that. And then it came to, we're going to throw out lap dancers and cheeseburgers and, and weed and booze if you get it. Because holy shit, it's not flying off the shelves like we thought. So how do we get the, we already bought millions of dosages. How do we get this stuff in people's arms? Um, so that's where we're at. So, yeah. and I think everyone is um, attuned and uh, awake to certain things at different points in their lives. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I think that's how my experiences as a young child and young adult shaped the way I saw these things coming. Um, and then other people have kind of put, picked up pieces since then too, at different points based on their, their upbringing, their traumas and, and, and where they're at life. So, and some people won't wake up to, you know, see some of these things too. And that's just kind of the reality that I've come to, you know, accept. I can't be on the rooftop shouting every day, all day about this stuff. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of our family first and be in that peace. And um, that's what's going to help more than anything. Yeah. Uh, so I want to I want to just go back a bit because you've been censored majorly. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe you've had accounts deleted, correct? Yeah. I've had two Instagram accounts deleted. And I've got two strikes on my YouTube account. So I'm, I'm close to getting axed there too. So for people who say like, you know, because I've heard this argument, censorship isn't really real. It's the people who are choosing what they want to see. What would you, how would you explain that to them? Um, well, some people it's harder. They, they won't 
listen to what you say. And I've noticed this too, like certain people don't want to be proved wrong or they don't want to uh, wake up and realize that they've been lied to. That's the biggest thing I think. People don't want to be like, yeah, you got me. You fooled me for like tw 20 years there. Uh, every single thing that I thought was true was, was false and fake. That shatters people's reality. That's what I do. Some, I try to do um, some stuff out of humor because um, it comes from a different place and it's not as like aggressive to like figure the shit out. It's, hey, what if you thought about it this way? That's kind of interesting, right? Um, but I mean, the proof is out there. If you look at I me, mean, look at Twitter, they're reinstating all these accounts because they had been shadow or deleted for the past couple of years. Um, Instagram, um, a lot of the people with our Health Freedom for Humanity, pretty much everyone in that group was deleted at some point. Um, I think Ben Tappers had five accounts deleted. I think Alex Zek had like eight or nine accounts deleted. So deletion is one point. And then there's shadow banning, which is another one where I'm shadow banned right now, for instance, like on my story views, sometimes I can have 10,000 people see my story views. Right now it's at about 800. So they just severely suppress the amount of people that see your contents and it's on all an algorithm. And, um, yeah, you're not going to see this stuff on mainstream news. Uh, they're not going to come out and say, hey, we lied to you. We've been suppressing the truth for a long time. And I think that's where we're at right now in a society is people like, I didn't see on the news, so it can't be real. Because they would have told us, you know. But um, that's, that's like what my big thing here is, okay, we had the C word, then we had the V word, big tech, all this stuff. And in my brain, I'm going, they've been doing this shit for decades. Like, this is nothing new. It's just they upped the ante here. So we can't get bogged down on just the V or just the C or just the big tech. It's a whole conglomerate picture that they've been playing for a very long time. And until you understand that, it's hard to, like, put all this together. And then, okay, how do we never do this again, right? How do we get to the point where FBI cannot cons consult with Twitter and Facebook and IG about deleting people and how do we like fix this issue? Cause it's, everything's connected if, if that makes sense. And yeah. that's where it's hard for people to get it, you know? Yeah. That makes, it makes perfect sense. And cause I've been in media, I was television news trained. And oh, so yeah. for me, I was like, if people don't understand the process of television news, they can't ascend to the other ideas too. Like, as you said, it's all sure. connected. It's yep. all connected. And um, go for it. I was going to say, um, and it all keeps coming back to this too, that I think people, one, we've just been, we've outsourced all of our thinking for too long to the mainstream media, to big tech, um, to, to physicians, right? Hey, I don't like doctor knows best. I'll just do whatever they say. Um, schools for our kids. You teach my kids. Like, I don't want to do it. So we've been, we gave up all our power, you know, that we have. And then now we're surprised when everyone's brainwashed and indoctrinated to believe one certain thing that they say. So um, I think it starts there, you know, of, of how do we help people, people to stand up for themselves. Okay. How do we, how, like, because there's people who you said are never, they're not going to wake up. For sure. How do you, you help that middle ground? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and I think um, you can't, like, bombard them and be like, hey, here's the whole picture. 
we've been lied to. These people are evil. Um, I can't even say half the things I, I would say, but I think it's dropping breadcrumbs to help them ask certain questions of themselves because they have to figure it out on their own. They can't have you physically tell them and be like, oh yeah, you're right. Um, that's where I think, think like either the humor or questions are great to just that flips a whole different program, a different part of the brain into being like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I'll, I'll think about that. That's interesting, you know? Um, I, I think that's where it's at. We can't come in, um, we can't call people sheep and wave our fingers in their face. Um, we're here to love each other, plain and simple. Like, um, and I think that's one big thing to remember. We're all on the same team, you know? We're, we're all here on earth. And I think if people realize that we are, we are all on the same team, that there are very few people in the world that, that want the world enslaved, locked down, sick, and unhealthy. But the rest of us are really, we're, we're, here, to, we're here to help each other. So I think it's how do we unite people and come together on common ground and then just start asking some questions and questioning our reality. I think that's, that's a big piece. That's so huge. Now, have you had people come to you who've changed their mind throughout this? Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I'm seeing it more and more. And I, I talked to so many of my patients too. It's like, I never questioned the V's until the past two years, you know? And I'm like, oh, interesting. Tell me more, you know? It's like, let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, they have to kind of see it. They have to see the death, destruction, the paralyzations, the infertility, the miscarriages, the clots themselves, right? They have to see this stuff firsthand. They have to see the kids not developing because they haven't seen a mouth move in three years at school. They have to go through this stuff themselves to experience it and feel it because pain is the biggest driver for people. It's not pleasure really, it's pain. So that's what I, that's, it, it makes people alchemize and either they fall apart or they rise from that and be like, holy crap, we've been lied to, I don't like this, um, I'm stepping out of this box. Right, I, I'm not going back to that. How do we, as individuals, help people when they're in that place to help them rise? Can we? Like I said, I think, I think it comes back to what we just kind of spoke about here is loving them, making sure we're all on the same team. Um, and I think meeting people where they're at and then helping them gently nudge them into questioning what's best for them. That's what, like, at the end of the day, I want people to be free enough to make their own decisions. Like everyone has free will. God made us, we have free will. Um, it's, it's not for me to tell everyone how to do exactly every single aspect of their life. That would, that would not be right, right? I want people to be healthy enough and awake enough and free enough to where they can decide what they wanna do with their finances, their focus, their family, and all things like that. And I think coming from that place of really pouring into people, caring about people, wanting the best for them. Because uh, I think some people, they get, they get scared when they hear about freedom, personal choice, freedom of speech. Um, and I think a lot of that is if people had a, a different upbringing, a more rough upbringing where you don't trust, they don't trust themselves. So now they're looking outside of them to everything else that can help validate any of these semi-beliefs that they have. So I think that's a big piece too. 
people don't trust themselves and they don't see themselves as free. They feel like they need a savior. They need uh, MSNBC to tell them what to think. They need that medical doctor to say, you have to take these four medications, right? So that's, I mean, one of my big things is break free, break free, be healthy. And that's what I want for everyone. But I think it kind of starts there. Mm -hmm. How do we help people have more confidence, more uh, ability to think for themselves? And um, everything emanate, will emanate from that then. Mm, I love that. What are some of the, if you, I know you have some of this on your website too, and I highly recommend everyone go check it out. We'll talk a little bit more about this at the end, but what are some main health things people can do to help oh. themselves? Yeah, how much time do we have here? Um, <laughs> no, I think um, I think when we talked about root cause medicine in the beginning, and that's that's what I I tell people that's what I do, and um, the main things I feel like that cause people to have health issues today. It's a little bit different, right? Uh, toxins is number one. We live we're exposed to more toxins exponentially than any other generation of history, by far. So that's stuff in our water, and our air, and our food, and our personal care products, et cetera, et cetera. Number two, uh, infections. This is like bug, chronic infection, right? A, a parasite, a chronic virus, um, candida, Lyme, things like this. And then third is traumas and thoughts. So uh, the beginning parts, like I always talked about, people not trusting themselves because they had issues when they were young. I see a lot of this. Um, let's set that trauma and um thoughts aside for a sec and we'll talk about the other ones because there's lots of other therapies for those that we i help people get hooked up with utilize but as far as like toxins and um infections we always start with okay we're exposed to all these toxins we can't get rid of every single one of them so how do we get them out of our body right well i call that drainage how can stuff that's in your body effectively leave it's like the bathtub we want to fill your bathtub with winter great nutrients and herbs and bubble baths and all this stuff but if the drain's clogged you're just going to spill over your bathroom and now everything's a wet moppy mess so drainage looks at can you poop regularly twice a day that's huge um can your liver handle all the stuff it's dealing with can your lymphatic system move the stuff around can you sweat these are kind of the basics and a lot of this is in my uh, drainage formula course it's a super easy diy course I always start with drainage with people because um, if we're going to go binds up some bad stuff, kill some bugs or give you anything good, we have to make sure that all that stuff has ability to leave. So, or you're just going to feel crummy, crappy and just be pissed off. So that is a really big one. Of course, diet is huge. Um, a lot of people come to me, they're already eating really clean. So we're just shifting the other piece, but um, food is information for your genes. It's not just gasoline for your, tank like i think that's where we've been misled a little bit where calories are calories and it doesn't matter um that's complete garbage so i think that and but i'll come back to that mindset piece for a sec i think is um having an abundance mindset and um being thankful for things in advance and that's i've been really focused on that lately is just waking up being thankful and grateful for my body every cell in my body working just as it should and uh continually get better to heal, repair, regenerate every single day. Because I think a lot of times we bring all this baggage and say, okay, doc, fix me. And it's like, mm, that's not really, that's the old paradigm. Like you can't bring all this shit, toxins and tra like traumatic thoughts and all this stuff 
and can keep like take that luggage with you on this trip to get better. So a lot of this stuff has to go. But like I said, drainage is big. So pooping multiple times a day. Labor support, most people do very, very well with. Um, sweating, if you can sweat and move every day, that's amazing. And then watch where your mind goes because your thoughts are magnetic. Whatever you put out in the universe, you will attract. I love that. Um, what are, what are some, some of the things people have come against you with throughout your career? Um, like as patients or um, otherwise? Otherwise. Yeah. Like what, what have some of the criticisms <clears throat> been? Um, oh, of course. Uh, quack. You don't know what you're talking about. Stay in your lane. That's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of, like I said, when people get their, their idea of the world, get questioned, right? They start to throw shade. They start to write through all these insults. And you know what? 99% of the time, it was a personal insult, not about what I said. And I'd be like, okay, but, but what, like, you didn't address the issue tell me how all the, the V's are completely safe and you know, 74 dosages are safe for uh, a zero to six year old, you know? And it's like, oh, you're a quack, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not an immunologist, you can't speak about uh, uh, the C word, right? And it's like, no, I just read studies and I can put logical thinking and common sense together and then report that to people. I never report it as fact, take with it what you will. I never say you have to do X, Y, and Z. Um, but I think that's where um, those criticisms are almost always personal. But, you know, it was a really good quote I, I heard because in, in, while I first started this, it was like, it's hurtful, man, like to have people like death threats and like all this stuff. And it's like, you realize that's, they're speaking from a wounded place. They're getting triggered. But another thing is you'll never be criticized by someone who's doing more than you in the world, you know? Um, so it's not beneficial for us to turn back from our path and like spend our energy and time fighting with people. Um, so I learned like, hey, my focus is here. I know where I'm going. I know I'm changing the world here and I don't have time to, to deal with all this stuff. So um, that's helped me grow significantly which has been helpful in many areas of my life, which is great. I feel like you just answered this, but I want to dig in a little deeper because I know people who've gotten a lot of hate for speaking out. Yeah. So do you want to share again, like what are the tools and what you've done to yeah. Yeah, help that? Um, and it depends. Like, because um, some of these like social media battles, it'll be like people will go back and forth arguing for days and days and days. So you have to ask yourself, like you only have so much energy in a day right you can spend a lot of that thinking and worrying and like spending time on these people um or you can say yeah you know what whatever much, much love you know so what i did in the beginning it was like people would come back and be like here's another study here's facts here's resources but then people wouldn't even read that they're like oh no no but you're just the blank and they didn't even read the the source that i sent so i'm like people are not interested in hearing other ideas and opinions, especially in today's hate filled world. Uh, it's just the, like the, our Twitter universe. I don't know what Twitter's like the worst, man. It's crazy, but that's what I found. So don't, and never make it personal. Always keep it about the topic you're on. Keep it light 
and funny, but having an um, open, honest discord, that's what we need. We need free speech, right? Um, that doesn't mean we're not going to be offended. Like, like the, the Constitution doesn't say if someone says something that offends you, then cut them off. No, free speech means we can offend each other, right? We can hold dialogue and be adults here and have a conversation. So I think coming from that place is important and not coming in guns blazing, trying to beat each other down because that like no one wins in the end of that, that one. That's so true. And I, and I like that you said, don't make it personal because there was people too that were like, not even looking at the stuff, oh, not even sure. commenting sure. on the stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, what do you think is the biggest lie you once believed? I, have, I ask everyone this oh, question. Oh, God. Man, um, well, there's probably a couple. One, um, that the pharmaceutical in industries are actually here to keep us healthy. You know, they've made tens of billions of dollars just like the past year uh, based on everything they've rolled out. We know they've got fined trillions of dollars um, since they began based on killing people, maiming people, hiding information from people. And um, I think people just look at, I even had a couple patients like that worked at the one with the P, uh, can't say the name, we'll probably delete it. Um, but they really thought the V was like the savior of mankind and they were like the sent from God to create this like amazing thing. Um, but yeah, I think waking up to that was one of my first ones. Um, I think 9-11 was another one for me, man, that like the level of evil and like the, the level that these people will go to, to attain their goals is like, they will do absolutely anything. So like, once I'm like, like, oh my gosh, it like sunk in and it's like the sinking feeling of, I like, again, it's like, I, I've been lied to like for how many years? And it's a terrible feeling, you know? But um, once you know that, it's like, okay, there's evil in the world. There's a lot of, a lot of evil shit here. Now let's move on because we know their game plan. How are we going to combat it? It's interesting you say that you had some people that you know that really thought that God set them up to create these Vs. How do we know, quote unquote, that we're on the side of truth? Because the other side yeah. thinks that like it's, it's like a complete, yeah, upside down. Sure. Um, yeah, and will we ever know? Uh, I don't know. I have opinions, thoughts based on my previous upbringing and the things that I've been through. Who's to say I'm right? And they're wrong. You bring up a good point. You know, that's why lately I've been just trying to be very open to anything I hear. And if, if it, it triggers me, I just sit with it. I'm like, God, why am I like, why is that triggering me to hear that? And I'll sit with it and I'll just try to understand the other side and the other opinion. So at the end of the day, will we know? I don't know. Um, but I, I will say I will, always land on the side of pro-choice for medical procedures like this, pro-freedom, uh, pro-informed consent. And I think that's what's been stolen from these people, especially with the Vs. They don't know side effects, risks, or alternatives. They thought this was their only choice. They're not informed of any risks. They said, if you get this, you're not going to get the C word. That was what they said. And like, okay, well, you will get it, but it probably won't be as bad. 
And then they're like, okay, you're going to get it, but you probably won't be hospitalized. And then they're like, okay, but you'll be hospitalized, but you'll probably come out of it. And then they're like, okay, now majority of people who have had the V are hospitalized, but it could have been a lot worse. And now the majority of people with deaths are the VED. And they're like, well, um, you just needed another one. So coming back, sorry, rabbit trail. But coming back to your point of uh, that, if an industry has to lie or conceal in order to get something done, I'm not really on board with that. Like, why do they have to hide the documents for what was it, 55 or 75 years? That's kind of fishy to me. Like, just be open up front with what you got, you know? So um, those are kind of the tenets that I judge things by, just, again, based on my experiences. Yeah, that's so powerful. It's it's having some of those pillars and and going from there, but being open to new information. For sure. And I think that's, it's all a human experience, right? Um, and it changes as we go. But if we can do it with openness and love, but then, like you said, having those values, our values that we do not sway from, I think that's really important. Because a lot of, I think a lot of people just kind of float through life and they don't have a foundation or value system that they see the world with or they interact with the world. And that um, you'll just blow in the wind forever then. So I think it's got to be an open mind, but yeah, there's some values too where you, were, um, you don't sway from. Like for me, like children, you know, um, you probably won't convince me that forcibly, you know, making a three-year-old wear a mask all day is in the best interest of the kid based on all the science. Like, I just, I really don't think you're going to convince me of that because I've read the studies and I've looked at the stuff and, you know, I see what happened because I want to protect my, my kids at all costs. I will do anything. And like, that's another thing too. These parents that haven't stood up for their kids or like they still send their kids to school or they're making their kids get the V, like you can either stand up now for your kids or you're going to kick the can down the road and have your kids deal with a bigger issue. So that's where I'm at. It's, um, it's speak now or forever hold your peace type thing. So. Yeah, and it's interesting to have empathy for the other side who genuinely believe that those are the things keeping their kids safe. They're more, more in alignment with integrity than those that know or have questions around it and don't yep. speak up. Sure. It's, it's yep. an odd thing. Um, so you have quite a light to you. And I've seen other people who've experienced this and there's, there's a heaviness. And you talk about mindset. What are some of the thoughts that you play through or, or ideas that you play through that help keep you in alignment with your values and, <clears throat> and moving forward? Mm. It's a good question. And I'll just be transparent. Like I go through lots of ups and downs. Like I think every single person does. It's not all love and light and rainbows and sunshine. Like, but I think, I think lately I've been using those to hopefully grow a little bit and learn a little bit more. But some of the things that I do, like I have daily practices and then I'll have things I'll do weekly or monthly for me, getting out in nature is huge for me. Connecting with that, um, just kind of shedding all the junk from this crazy world is huge. I get energy work done. I do all kinds of different therapies. Uh, of course I do health things, but as far as like uh, mindset stuff, I've been journaling a lot lately and then journaling what 
I'm envisioning and what I want to see in my life and being purposeful um, in what I want to create in relationships and business um, in life and health, things like that. And I think that's very, very powerful in um, written word and spoken word. And um, the, the thoughts you think and the words you speak matter very much. So I think having me be more cognizant of that has been huge also. Um, I worked with a German new medicine doc, Dr. Melissa Sell. She's really great in helping me untangle some of the stuff. Um, and she's like, you have a grumpy asshole inside of you for like this, like your uh, default. And I'm like, God, I just never thought of that. It's crazy. So she's like, you have to be on top of that and not succumb to that and not say, no, you're not, you're not driving this. I know where I want to go, right? Health and abundance and happiness and prosperity and, and all these things. But that's not to say you're going to get sucked down there. I mean, that happens all the time. I mean, I can like this, we get like, these are ruts that have been there since we were born, right? These subconscious programs and patterns and thoughts. So I think it's waking up to, you are not your thoughts also. These can be things just fleeting that try to, that can steer you off course. So taking the reins back and being like, hey, we're driving the ship, we're going here. It's okay to let them come up, but let them pass. And if those emotions come up, um, I meditate too, breathe through that stuff and hopefully let it flow. But I think it's giving yourself grace and it's a learning process. I'm not where I wanna be, but I take it day by day. This day, I want to do this, and I want to get better in this way. So I hope people can take that. Um, I just spit out a lot of stuff there, but there hopefully there's some gems. But I think the biggest thing is watching your your thoughts, get them down. What do you want to create in this life? Being intentional with your life, and then the words you speak. Are they words of excellence, or are they words that um, will um, steer you in the wrong direction? Okay, I want to push a little deeper because there's so much goodness there. You know when we think and say things, but it doesn't get like down in us? Mm -hmm. How do we do that transition? Because I, I know a lot of people are saying the affirmations, but it's yeah. not settling in, you know? Yeah. I think, and that's like the fake it till you make it type thing. Um, and I don't, I've done affirmations and stuff before, but like you said, you have to feel it. And the more emotions you can tie to it, the better. So like... One recently, um, I really resonate with nature being out in the country, like something about it, man. I just love it. So recently I'm like, okay, you know, I've always wanted land and I want like this cool farmhouse. I mean, you can do this for health. I've done this for health, you know, this for relationships, for money, abundance, whatever. But I picture myself on the porch drinking a coffee, right? And I feel the breeze on my face and I close my eyes. I can hear the cows mooing and the chickens, right? And I see my son out playing the grass and laughing. And the more emotions you can tie to it, that tells your brain, your brain doesn't know the difference between, hey, this pattern that I'm coming up with or reality. So your reticular activating system in your brain will then start attracting all the stuff that you're sent out in the universe. So it's like the reticular activating system is like, um, so you get a red car. Let's say you get like a red, red Volvo. And then all of a sudden, like, holy shit, look at all these red Volvos everywhere. They were always there. 
But now that it's on your mind, you are attracting and noticing those more and more. So getting the, the emotions, the senses tapped in and taking that time and feeling it. And I think you can do that plus an affirmation or written down. Because the more ways you combine it, the better. Oh, that was so and, and I think it's also um, being thankful in advance that it's already here. I think that's a problem with some affirmations too, is it's like, I want to use an example of a car, but this is, I don't want people to just go out and wish for cars, right? It's like, one day I'll get the Ferrari. Like, I can't wait for the, for, for the Ferrari. But instead you can be like, I'm so thankful for my, my red Ferrari that I'm sitting in right here with brown leather and 300 horsepower or whatever, you know? I do this with health. Again, thank you for my abundant health, wellness, every cell in my body is vibrating just as it should. My liver is detoxifying and I'm regenerating, repairing at an exponential rate. Thank you for that right, right now. So you're bringing that to the presence already here. So there's no lack in the moment. You're all full right now. You don't reach for anything because you're a magnet of abundance and you attract things instead of, because when, uh, when it's lack, you repel. I don't have, I'm not healthy. I wish I was healthy. You're repelling that. So thank you for my abundance and my health. Boom, magnet. I love that. And, and one thing I will say with this that gets a little scary for people, I think especially if they come from certain kinds of trauma, is when you start to live into that, things that you don't, you think you need will fall out of your life. Sure to make room for the thing. So yeah. I think I just want to say for people to be aware that sometimes, and I've had this happen, you're, you're doing it and then things yeah. start to crumble and it yeah. gets scary. I think we're seeing that in the world actually, to tell you yeah. the truth. It looks like a little sure. worse before. Yeah. Well, um, I hope it's happening in the world because I think we've built this up, uh, this consumerism type thing. What's like I need houses and cars and all this stuff. And yeah, I hope we get back to basics and the stuff that actually matters. But yeah, to your point, I think um, being being in the present moment is huge. And I think that's that's another thing I've done too is like, I want to end up here, but I'm open to whatever else you got. And I'm going to show up in this moment right now and just be thankful. And then whatever step I put forward, I know you'll be there to catch me and then keep those going whichever direction I need to go. So I think um, not being too concrete with, I'm gonna get a farm and I have to do X, Y, and Z and then get this and this and this. I think kind of having an, um, a knowing of where you wanna be and saying, okay, I'm open, I'm here, I'm thankful, I'm present. Whichever way steps to get there and doors to open, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling. I love that. Okay, a couple last questions. Were you ever scared to speak out? Um, Maybe in the beginning a little, but not really. I think the overwhelming emotion in the beginning was frustration and um, this just feeling inside of me that I had to get this across because no one else seemed to be speaking up. And I was like, is no one else gonna talk about this? Like literally? So it didn't really hit me, honestly. Um, no. It, it really didn't. It was just more of like this visceral reaction of this is what I see to be true in my heart. And I'm going to speak. And it turned out really well. Like uh, the message resonated with people, which is, I mean, I didn't intend like 
to do this to gain Instagram followers. Like, it's not what I did it for. But I did gain Instagram followers and, you know, people that we can help with in our clinic and things like that. But I think that it goes to a test to when you speak what's on your mind and, and your truth and what's on your heart, um, good things happen and you attract the right people in your life. So that's another great lesson is uh, if you're feeling that, mm, I don't know, I think good things always happen from if you speak from your, your soul and your heart. I think that's so true. Okay, how can people interact and work with you? And um, where are you based on it? I actually don't even realize I don't I'm know. in St. Louis. So okay. dreary St. Louis. We haven't seen the sun in like eight days here. But um, uh, com. We're just revamping the whole website. So bringing a whole bunch of stuff together because I'm doing a little bit more speaking. Um, we have online program. We do one-on-one -on -one help also. Um, we have different supplements and things like that too. So a lot of different ways that people can get help through there. And I'm really active here on, on IG. So those are probably the two easiest ways to find me and interact. Do you do one-on-one -on -one digitally or just in person? We do virtually, yes. We do virtually for um, all over the country. I love that. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna ask if you're willing to share some of your envisioned future. I know you've talked about the farm, but do you wanna paint a picture of, of what, what you're creating? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I want to speak to millions of people. And I think a lot of this goes back to helping people realize the power inside of them to wake up, to step out of these systems and this matrix type thing that's been built up to enslave us. Step outside that to be healthy, to be free, to be abundant. So we're starting to see glimpses of this. You're seeing more people homeschool. You're seeing people leave conventional medicine. You're seeing people wake up to the, like what's going on in big tech, mainstream media type things. Um, this is what I envision for not only me, but for the world is people um, waking up and realizing, hey, we tr we've kind of been under control by these like really crazy assholes for a long, long time. And it's time to like do our own thing. You know, uh, I'm tired of like outsourcing all this stuff. I want to I come back to good, wholesome values. I want to build my family up the way I want to. I want to spend the, my money the way I want to. I want to do see the doctors and do the medical things that I want to. Um, but I, I, you know, I, there was a really good podcast through Health Freedom for Humanity that we did. And it was uh, Dr. Pilevsky. And he talks about conventional medicine and like what we're trying to build. And he's like, you can't like build and tinker with the system that's already there, the system's going to fail. And it's before long, the system will completely implode. And that's where we can have something else that's so bright, shiny, amazing, loving, that people have no option to be like, hey, I want that instead. So I think um, helping people um, to realize that and then helping people to realize the fire, the health, the abundance they've already got inside of them. So then they can go that and light other candles so we can help the whole world. I love that. Is there anything else you want to say as we wrap up? Uh, no, I think, thank you everyone for watching, joining, uh, very much love and um, be true to yourself, be true to your values and speak what's on your heart. That's beautiful. And again, I want to thank you for listening to that nudge to speak up for doing so, even though you've gotten Instagram accounts canceled, even though we had to be very careful about what we said on this interview. And, and for anybody who's listening, just let that sit in. It's just like normal information. We have to be careful about the words we say.
that in itself should not be normal. Right. So thank you so much. And, and everyone check out Dr. Seth Gerlach. Thank you. You've inspired me throughout this time and uh, have a great day. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, guys. Yeah.